welcome to Bro Taste This. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Bro Taste This. Coming at you on camera for the first time. From the interweb. From the interweb, that is correct. I am Luis Pablo, and with me is Juan Legend. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and Philip Golden Corral. Today we'll be talking about a few new segments, including a unfortunate Cuban man who accidentally killed a few people. And we'll also be talking about the human trafficking that's going on in Georgia. And finally, Kellogg's giving a raise to their people. We'll be talking about Christmas briefly because it is Christmas week. God bless. God bless. Gentlemen, how are you? We're doing terrific. That's great, man. Honestly, this is, uh, is everything okay? You look great, dude. It's really working? You look super good. It's working. My God. If one of you can get on center, that would be better instead of both of you being... What do you mean? This, this is great. <laughs> you are People like appreciate it. On both sides of the camera. <laughs> one of you get on center. One of you. There you if go. We're following the rule of thirds. We both take up one third. Okay. See, enough. we're preparing for the future of real estate. Okay. We're That's trying fair. to get as close as possible. Yeah. Okay. So when our pods eventually become our homes. We'll already be used to that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's fair. Okay. How are you guys? We're doing terrific. I'm not. I still haven't done my Christmas shopping. I'm panicking. But, yeah. <laughs> you haven't done your Christmas shopping? <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, I've been really fucking busy. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Every weekend I've had shit to do. He's been busy being a Grinch. Yeah. And we, we also... <laughs> And we also I'm gonna move to a mountain and turn green and hairy. Yeah, we uh we got a preface with you did just recently send wedding invites, which I was very fortunate. So you have been a busy man. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. So yeah, I've been, I've been doing a lot of wedding related stuff every weekend. Give me the one, please. Thank you. Just stuff we needed to do, boxes we need to check. I also have is a, your, uh, go a ahead. wine popping sound effect. Not on me. Uh, you know what? We'll get that going. Don't yeah, worry. We'll I, that I think I think I could maybe. I'm uh, sure we can cut Not on deck. Not on deck. We want in the future. Uh, we actually, ha I have a sound assistant with me. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. Shit, dude, I this didn't know you had that in the budget. <laughs> yeah, I got we. Yeah, we raised our budget by quite a lot. I gotta admit, <laughs> the amount of equipment that is in this room right now. Is astonishing. Making big moves for 2022. We've upgraded software. We've upgraded hardware. We upgraded firmware. I mean, everything that we could upgrade has been upgraded at this point. Yeah. Which is which is kind of nice. I can't wait to. We're making changes all over the place. Ride the new, like the new toys. Dude, it's it's fucking awesome. The, it looks sleek. Yeah, and not to mention. Um, we are recording today a podcast on Tuesday. This will probably come out on Thursday. And a video will be releasing on Sunday. We'll actually be visiting our restaurant for the first time. Back to where it all started. Right. So we'll be... Where all the magic began. <laughs> exactly. We all honestly first worked with each other, right? Yeah, where I, I 
really got I, I met you briefly before Juan, but I really got to meet you there. And then it was when I met Phil as well. Mm-hmm. So today we'll actually first be for everybody. Now, each of us Holy bought a can of wine. This is that's right. Mm-hmm. What do you guys have with you? You're a son of a bitch. This one is yours. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Here you go. Like, you I piece passed, of I garbage. Legit. I did not. Folks. All right. Get out of here. Folks. Let me, let me back here a little bit. What do you what have? What's that noise? He bought two cans, which is a whole bottle's worth. And yes. I like opened it and just barely tasted it this is what i poured oh are you drinking it yeah. out of a glass no no no. i'm gonna i'm gonna do this justice i'm gonna drink it out of the can thank you louise what do you oh. phil what do you have show us what you have phil show us what you have phil you know what i started off this podcast in a very good mood and how's that for my fellow patriots i pay pay part what's the word for paying customers Patrons? Patrons. 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 Yeah, patrons. My patriots, my patrons. That too. My brothers and my sisters. (laughs) I feel really good. The 12-year-olds that we're sending overseas. Mm -hmm. Definitely them. (laughs) What do you have with you? I feel so good that I bought myself a 14 winery. Ooh, 14 hands. 14 hands. Okay. Hot to trot. Okay, beautiful. Smooth red blend. Okay. And and, and, and let me tell you, Papa. Describe it. Get your dirty paws off of this. Get your dirty paws off of this. This comes from the Columbia Valley. Okay. I looked so forward to trying this out. And what happened? What happened? This monster pops it open. Doesn't even get to. You're supposed to move it around. Yeah, I did. That's why I have a glass. So are you both yeah, drinking that, or does Juan have something else? I have something else. Okay, what do you have? Yeah, before this guy, you know, takes up the whole hour. Oh, my exactly. God. I'm anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you something very luscious from the rare land of Portlandia, Oregon. Ooh, beautiful. It is Pinot Gris, Underwood. Um, and so this should be a very, you know, crisp tasting white wine, you know, very similar to, you know, Grigio, maybe. Yeah. Um, essentially the same, uh, tasting notes, but yeah. Cheers guys. Cheers. I got Yasui Rosé and we'll each be describing these in great detail. We are falling apart here, guys. This is a product of France. I don't know if the French would be happy that their shit's getting canned over here. Do you want me to pull up, pull up? Yeah. Hey, homie, we need a pause. This came apart. Okay, we'll stop for a second. And we're back. Anyways, sorry about those technical difficulties, ladies it's and okay. gentlemen. It's okay. It's all good. Before this guy rudely interrupted, could you tell us, please? Yeah, so still, your wine. I'll still go first. For a PPE loan? This is, <laughs> I know I am. Um, this is Yesway Rosé, a product of France, if it can, nope, fuck it, who cares about, uh, autofocus anyway. We'll do it live, fuck it. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Uh, so on the back it says, Yesway Rosé is a refreshing dry rosé with a modern sensibility, sip chilled and enjoy with good compagne, which I am in good company, to be quite honest with you. Um, I personally... 
think that Rosé is okay. I think it's got its, I would say, place in the world for certain things. And this tastes no different than Rosés I've had from the bottle that were considered upper echelon. So, honestly, it's okay. You know, if, yeah. if someone had this at... Job. Right, if someone had this at a party... Yeah. I, Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Bro, taste this. Bro, taste this wine. Puta mia. Just kidding, Rona. Give me that. Hey, no. hey, dude, that Omicron is, is going yeah. crazy, bro. I already tried yours over here. That's why. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> show, show the people. I already tried his. All right, what do you? Uh, but I'm not gonna let him try mine. Honestly, hey, it's this. I this is just want a little bit more justice here. This is very dry. No, we can't see. You're yeah, fucking filming with a potato over there. Yeah, let's have everybody do a quick breakdown. Yeah, here. Uh, let me finish off with just saying that it's dry. Fruit. It's it's the last one on. It's fruity. It's somewhat dry. It's got very minerally elements to it, and Damn. this tastes more like a seltzer than it does a wine. Ah, that's interesting. So yeah. It's, yeah, like you said, it's very minerally, very neutral taste. Yeah, it tastes like, it, it honestly tastes like if you added wine to sparkling water. Like, that's what it tastes like. I would almost probably like that. It doesn't taste like rosé. It, it, this literally tastes like if it was a fucking seltzer. And I love seltzers, which is probably why I like it. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is interesting. I actually, you know what? Yes, we rosé. I'm not a big fan of rosés, but I like this one probably because it's carbonated. What was the price on that? It was a four pack for ten bucks, which isn't terrible. And the four pack uh-huh. is equivalent to like a bottle and a half, so not that bad for ten bucks. Yeah, not bad at all. All right, uh, Juan, do you want to take it next? Absolutely. My Pinot Gris Everwood, I got for $5, essentially. Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, I, I, I liked it a lot. I got it because it was from Oregon. I wanted mm-hmm. to try something from the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we haven't had a lot of those wines on, on yet. Yeah. And it's a really, you know, high-quality region in the, in the U.S. Um, so I'm going to ha- try one of those wines. Um, the particular wine I'm trying today, though, is, is I would say, very mild in taste. It doesn't have any strong notes any which way. It's a light acid, uh, pear, green apple. But like I said, not even extremely fruity. It's uh, almost like fruit in the other room sort of taste. Oh, you know? uh, okay. Have you had that hint water? Yeah. That's right. That hint water is fucking atrocious. I am very much not a fan of that shit. I gotta be honest with you guys. Uh, be honest, Papa. This smells like a foot. It doesn't taste like a foot. <laughs> yeah, I can see where one is coming from. It's kind of like a like a nice meadow, you know, in the summer. Yeah. Maybe you know what? Well, maybe even a hint of peach, like a Georgia peach or a Georgia key peach, okay. you know. Interesting. But the aroma, the the pheromones coming from this wine. Do you smell any Georgia onions in there? You know what? I smell. This is Oregon, right? Yeah. I smell white supremacy in this. (laughs) (laughs) Smell a lot of Antifa in here, boy. (laughs) You better not be with those Antifa gentlemen. 
That's probably why it smells so foul. Do you spend your weekends dropping off a pallet of bricks outside of banks? <laughs> and you know what you guys were doing last summer? Yeah, no, that's all. That's all I did for an entire uh, through March of 2020, and mm -hmm. uh, I stopped in August of 2020. Completely unrelated events. I uh, I usually spend my weekends going to uh, high school football games and yelling at the kids to stand up during the national anthem yeah. and show some goddamn respect. Yeah. You think Kaepernick can do it? He could. I love when <laughs> you yell about how Kaepernick knelt for their rights, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what that pro protest was about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If anything, isn't Slavery, kneeling? Isn't kneeling more respect? What'd you say? Is it kneeling more respectful? To an extent. Uh, to uh, well, it's respectful to the troops. Yes, to lay right. down and to let them go by, show respect even. But it's not about the troops. It's about the national anthem. It's about patriotic pride. God damn it. Yeah. And we stand up. Let's give it up for the troops. Heads up Let's give it up for the troops. Seven. You can tell this guy watches nothing but military movies, not superhero movies. I, superhero movies. Hey, same. Oh, speaking of, um, yeah, Spider Man. Oh, Spider. Let's. See. Oh, you know, before we do that, um, quickly we will mention that. Uh, there is not a member with us and hasn't been with us for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Jay motherfucking May. Uh, obviously, we're um, very happy that he is pursuing his real estate business and his schedule conflicts with ours. So for the time being, he's not going to be on the show for a couple more weeks. And that doesn't mean that he's not going to be on the show, but he's just not on for now. And just to answer the questions that we've been getting. So we wish him is the best. Is it true that I heard that uh, uh, he he joined a, an organization that helps people in need? Yes. Called Realtors Without Borders? That is correct. Finding homes for impoverished families? Yeah, Dreamers Without Roofs. I think that's the name of his company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's working uh, closely with uh, Byron and getting uh, <laughs> homes for... <laughs> The, he's working with Brandon. Yeah, he's working. <laughs> so um, yeah, wish wish Jay the the best of luck, and we love him a lot. Open door policy. Open door policy. Yeah. Uh, so with that being said, mm -hmm. Philip and I just watched Spider Man this last weekend. No Way Home, the okay. Tom Holland trilogy. Philip, did the you like the movie? The oh yeah, it was a fucking. Philip, did you like the movie? Oh, arguably, uh, I'm the type of person, I'm like a salmon, right? I go against the flow. So if something's really popular, I'm a, I'm a pretentious douche. So I was, I was trying really hard to fight. And not like this. Yeah. But I was... Blown away. They hooked me right in. Yeah. Did it you cry at all? Good. Did you cry? Oh uh, yeah, I teared up a little bit. Yeah, there was there was a couple. What's of scenes. the reason for the tears? Don't you oh, fucking worry about it, at all right? The ending? Well, I know, no spoilers. No spoilers. It is a spoiler-free uh, segment. I, I honestly, I, the best way that I can describe what made me sad is the wake of destruction of property damage that happened in New York, in Boston. Yeah. 
and countless different cities and sectors. Fair enough. Yeah. Honestly, the real villain of that movie or the credit scene. Yeah. Did you wait? I I stick around for the credits of any movie at this point. Whether it's Did Inception. Did you stick around for the credits after, after credits? Oh, uh, dude, I stick around until they kick me out. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, paying my, I'm paying my respect to the, the filmmakers. See, I'm about the opposite. Just give me what I want. You leave right away? Oh, no, I, I sit through this. Yeah, exactly. Begrudgingly. Oh, yeah, you just, sometimes you got to sit. I mean, almost every superhero movie at this point has some sort of little ending... So it's difficult not to want to stick around. This is a bit of an exaggeration, but most of these big movies now, there's like eight actors and like 30 EGI production assistants and digital yeah. people. from. Did you know they shoot the action scenes like five years ahead of time? Well, they mm-hmm. have to. They Why? He was still a boy. Don't well, know. just because it takes so long to like create it and, you know, the, the CGI which computer generated, you know, but like that stuff, a lot of it is created on storyboards ahead of time. Like if you watch any behind the scenes of like Avengers and shit like that, like a lot of that stuff, they're just doing it in front of green screen. But mm-hmm. yeah. constant storyboard, the same floor, panel yeah. over and no, for sure. I was, uh, I was talking about, um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, that movie that came out a couple years ago. I think it was 2018. I'm not mistaken, yeah. but it's it's a fantastic movie. It's animated. Uh, Sony Animation did a fantastic job. They pretty much broke the genre when it came to animation by, I think, like doing triple or quadruple the amounts of frames that they normally do for any animation like that. And I was saying like, oh, it's such a good movie. And somebody was like, oh, it's it's animated. Like, why would I? I'm a grown man. Why would I watch an animated movie? And I'm like, every fucking action movie at this point is animated. Like, every, yeah. like all of it is so like cgi like all the special effects like do you think they're fucking really taking down buildings and stuff like that like fuck no yeah so how can you mm-hmm. be like, oh, i'm a grown man i don't mind watch the fucking spider-man movie because it's animated so shut the fuck up mm-hmm. you know you know i bet you those muscles cgi too oh for sure you think he's really that ripped fuck no you think tom howland's ass is really that thick Dude, oh no, dude! He's got a dump truck on him, though. The whole time I was thinking, I was like, "How much is this guy squat?" Dude, they gave him CGI roids. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> but no, it was a good movie. Uh, was, did we go see it with? I went to go see it with my lady and um, her little brother. I actually saw it twice already. Oh, wow. I know some people haven't seen it once. I saw it twice already. <laughs> How did you see it twice? Well, we bought tickets way in advance, like the the day that they were able to be bought. And my girlfriend and I, excuse me, it's the carbonation. So my girlfriend and I went to go see it on Thursday opening night. And we had bought tickets like the day they came out. And her little brother, who's 16, right? 14. 14 went to go hit her up and was like, hey, let's go watch the movie together. So we had to pretend like we didn't see it the first time. <laughs> and oh, then go no. watch it the second time. Why night. didn't you guys just tell me that you did see it? Just we, you know, we didn't want the poor kid to feel bad. Mm, you want to share the, the, the moment. Want to share him. the moment. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, like, oh, it's, oh, oh, shit. It's that thing that I didn't yeah. know was going to happen. All right, let me play devil's advocate in this situation then. All right. Uh-huh. As somebody who 
is almost like abrasive towards like the superhero movies. Yeah. Sell me on this one. Um, Why you, should I care about? This do you have movie? any emotions whatsoever? I mean, yeah, but you go know, watch you it. Know, X, go watch it. X plus Y go watch equals it. Z. Go watch it. That's what all the MCU. Do you have like. any emotions whatsoever? Go watch it. Just that simple. It's that simple. If it's, you want to, really, that's such a cop out, though. It's I mean, not, any, you, you can, it's that, you, not. that works towards any human. It's it's really easy to say that. that. That's like the people who were hyping up Toy Story three. Oh, f- that was a good movie. That's a cinematic fucking treasure. That's an American. That's yeah. That's fine. It's bro. Fine. When they all hold hands going into the fire, I mean, come on, Papa. Come on. It was all right, dude. I balling guy has no heart balling they're all you know and then there's that last look that buzz gives jesse and they're like this is it this is all, it. all i'm saying is if the cell here is if you're human go watch it it's not a very specific uh, no. strong cell for what if you want to be moved Spider-Man? if you want to be moved whatsoever if you just want to watch something that's going to make you feel some feelings you know, like some very repressed trauma and sadness and love and emotion. You're going to go in there. You're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to try to to enjoy this movie. And it's going to blow your expectations no matter what. And William Dafoe, more like William the Goat. Okay? I mean, mamma mia. Bolognese. Like bolognese. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. He's in trouble. All, all these emotions. Oh, he's gone. Finally. He's let's gone. talk some spider Yeah, business. let's talk some spider This guy's a hater. Exactly. I bet you... You know, you, know what I, you know what I bet you his favorite movie is? What? It's probably good the, uh Marley and me. <laughs> and the ending, specifically. Yeah, exactly. His, his favorite movie is probably like Wolf of Wall Street. Some <laughs> bullshit like that. Yeah, like, right. I bet that Anything is his favorite tragic. movie. Yeah, exactly. He's like, no, man. It's, it's really alpha. Uh, and we're losing men. What's wrong with men? Are we, we're losing men. Uh, gender roles are reversed. It was a different time. How does a girl expect me to pay for dinner when she's not a virgin anymore? Shut that fucking dog up. It's crazy out here in the uh, beach town. All right, let's get into that. I'm just saying the MCU universe has ruined Hollywood. No, that is false. That is false. No, it's it, it is true. That is not true. It is swallowed whatsoever. like all of the budgets of these studios, and they don't make anything. But like those movies weren't making shit anyway. Those movies were going to the theater. Okay, you look at a movie. Yeah, but they take up the whole budget. That is not true because they're independent from each other. Like Disney will make these giant fucking movies, and those movies are gonna make money. But the thing that Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, the thing that those movies have benefit from is the fact that people are putting their fucking eyeballs on it. Like something like Squid Games. Take Squid Games for example. Like mm-hmm. that would have been like you heard of a person from another person from another person like hey watch this show that was filmed in Korea that is in Korean so you have like bad subtitles to it but now with the power of streaming like that that fucking show would tank in the theaters no matter what something like that like Parasite for example take that fantastic movie that was filmed also in Korea that has no fucking English to it you take that movie and it went to the theaters and it performed okay but the moment it hit cinema the moment it or streaming 
that's when it became successful. So the movie going experience when you go to the theaters, you don't want to sit there and be moved. You want to sit there and fucking absorb all the emotion and all the action and the sound that's going around you. Like I wouldn't want to go to the theater and watch like much ado about nothing, which is a fantastic thing on Hulu that like literally made me cry and break down. Like I don't want to watch it in the theater. Like I want to watch it in the comfort of my home. Wait for people who don't know what that is. Can you like talk about the genre? Um, and what that what might is be that? Like? Much ado about nothing is a one man show that was filmed. Um, I I want to give the guy credit because it's fucking fantastic. I'm over here assuming it's something completely different. No, it's it's, it's literally a, a one-man show where this guy fucking just did a, like a thousand shows on... It might not even be fucking... <laughs> that might not even be the name of the... plot of it. What is the fucking name of it? Oh, shit. You know what? I'll find the name of it shortly. But are you sure you're not talking about Louis C.K.'s new special? No, dude, the dude got nominated for a Grammy. Apparently, that's how good it is. Who? Jesse Smollett? Louis C.K. Oh, Louis C.K. Dude, I gotta whip my phone out. He got nominated for a comedy Grammy as per Theo Vaughn or Theo Vaughn. However, Theo Vaughn. You know the the comedian. So mm-hmm. I'm citing a comedian to talk about how one comedian is. Is nominated in a Grammy. The economy works. What the fuck is the name of the show? I'm gonna feel terrible if I don't fucking find it. I guess the point of my rant is that it seems like Hollywood doesn't have time for any like medium budget movies um, or anything like that, where they're putting these stars together for anything other than sequels, remakes, and MCU universe reprints, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like, there's literally right? no originality whatsoever, creativity within this generation's like cinema. Like right. it's it's literally just taking content for the most part and then adapting it. And that's literally been the Disney universe formula for nearing a hundred years, but not quite there yet. And it works. So Devil's Advocate, you take the flip side. Yeah, baby Monopoly. You take the flip side of independent movies. Look! Look at Cutie. Th- those are the independent movies they're going to be produced. Did you watch Cuties? You're talking about some <laughs> French film. Some French film that won yeah. its film festivals. You know, not your big budget MCU. It was fantastic. MVMs and all that stuff. Independent. I didn't mention the word independent. Well, I, mean, I was just you, talking you, about. I was literally all, criticizing all, Hollywood. Exactly. All the big productions, though. Are going to be there's CGI, no originality, no more, creativity, no more storytelling. This guy's name. There's there's very few original stories. So if you were to find that though, you're going to be looking in dark places. Guys, my criticism is, is not like the criticism is unjustified. You like, saying you a, want more? This is a very common criticism. You don't Hollywood know what the right fuck now. you're talking about. All right, <laughs> I found. I finally found it. All right, his name is Derek Delgadio, and in and of itself, that's what it is. Go watch in and of itself point is a whole long fucking, yeah what was it like though Whoa. uh one Sad? man show in a very no just emotional moving but like stuff like that would never make it to the cinema because it would just tank like nobody wants. is like, it multiple episodes no it's just one just like one and a half hours but it's fantastic an hour two hours like two hours closer but it's fucking fantastic it's gonna move you it's gonna break your fucking mind but something Give like us that some themes though like, 
Um, you just keep talking about moving and things well, like that. No, he's, he's pretty very much esoteric. I would See, say. that's the issue with people who don't like budget Marvel movies. They want more and more. Just enjoy the simplicity. Just enjoy it. Just watch it. Like, you shouldn't know anything about it going in. You should just go watch it. Like, okay, I I almost feel like a boomer in saying this. 100%. But I understand them being like, why are you a 30-some-year-old, like, idolizing these people? Or at least making these the biggest movies in the history of Because this is all I have, goddammit. This is all I have. This is the only thing that brings me happiness. All right, let's move on. This is we're just we're just going in circles. All right, let's go into the news. At least least we're self-aware. All right, human trafficking in Georgia. (laughs) No, it is really fucking awful, and we shouldn't joke around about it at all. Uh, Yeah, especially. uh, the details of this story it's god awful. this is the one with a bunch of kids right uh no 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 so oh, i thought they had no passports or whatever well yes nope i don't know what you're talking i about. thought it was those kids that joe biden put in cages <laughs> thank you folks <laughs> <laughs> we laugh through the pain that's what this is <laughs> Healing, folks. Healing. We heal together. We grow. That is awful. All right. So politics this is, aren't real in our modern era. So this is all we have. That is, that is fucking true. Uh, this is now being known as America versus Patricio, which sounds more closely to a Rocky movie than it actually does to Patricio. a terrible fucking thing. I heard of it. another name, a really fun name attached to it, uh, Bloom, Operation Blooming Onion, by the national government trying to bust it down. Uh, let's go into what exactly is going on. Gentlemen, what do you know about this? Phil, take it away. Uh, I thought it was a bunch of people, undocumented workers that were being forced to work. No, these are documented workers. In Georgia? Yeah. They're, they have their passports taken away and all that stuff, and they're not they, These are home. people with H2B visas who were brought over here legally, and then they were coerced to stay there in inhumane conditions. Like horse, like what? Promise uh, a roof over their head? No, like they literally had armed guards watching them. Yeah. Oh, like making a, them dig onions with their bare hands. You tell me they had their own private doorman, constantly supervising them. And then those doormen were sometimes sexually abusing them. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's really hard to put a positive spin on that. No, there is. There is absolutely no positivity to this. Um, David H. Estates is the acting U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Georgia, has put out a quote saying, the American dream is a powerful attraction, and it's for, you know, desperate people to get across the globe and where there is needed. So there is, he says, thanks to outstanding work from our law enforcement partners, Operation Blooming Onion frees more than 100 individuals from the shackles of modern-day slavery and will hold accountable those who put them in chains. As described in the indictment, investigators from the Homeland Security Investigations, the U.S. Department of Labor, U.S. Departments of State's Diplomatic Security Service, and the U.S. Postal Inspection Service, and the FBI began investigating the Patricio Transnational Criminal Organization in November 2018. The indictment alleges that in or before 2015, the conspirators of their associates engaged in mail fraud, international forced labor trafficking, and money laundering, among other crimes, fraudulently using the H-2A work visa program to smuggle 
foreign nationals from Mexico, Guatemala, and Honduras into the United States under the pretext of serving as agricultural workers. So these people were lying to get these people across the border and then providing them, like Juan said, they were they did have visas to work here. But yeah, were, just to underline what Luis is saying, like, please go ahead. These are all legal workers. They have gone through the paperwork. They've That's checked correct. their boxes, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely... No, keep going, Luis. Keep going. No, that's really it. I mean, it's fucking awful. And, you know, I remember seeing a, a bit of this and thinking to myself, like, how is this not being more, like, recognized in the media? And it's it's because it's not... I feel like it's that the devil is in plain sight, right? Like, these guys yeah. took something that was completely legal and then just exploited it for the wrong fucking reasons. Like, ultimately, what happened was... They found a loop system to like, wait, if we get them here, then once they're here, we can take these workers who came legally, who got a visa and just strip them of the visa and their passport when they get here and just use them as slaves. And like Juan said, they didn't have tools to fucking grow onions. Yeah, some of the working conditions they had were just as, as horrible as you can imagine. They were digging root vegetables out of the ground with their bare hands. Yeah. I mean, it was really, really fucking awful. In America. Yeah. Georgia, America. Not like Georgia and the Middle East. No, no, That's no, no, right. No. That and then crazy. just to reiterate, like some of the things we're talking about here, while, we, while I was researching this story, I came across a lot of interviews with uh, not NGOs or um, nonprofits, yeah. people who work on this particular issue. And they mentioned that this issue is not a rarity. And like, it doesn't I like was it. kind of surprised by that. Even me, a cynic who I am, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah. That they, they said that this is a, a common thing, maybe not common, common, but this is a thing that has been seen in Georgia in the past. A common practice yeah. in yeah. states that have loopholes like that. Yeah. Maybe not, it's not even loopholes, but they can somehow hide. Well, I mean, leniencies though. So. Yeah. If you're in Georgia and you have like a bunch of workers, I, I, I like those particular people were mentioning that regulators, federal regulators, do not crack that hard on people who abuse of these workers. So they they almost just get like a light slap on the wrist, and they just see it like a cost of doing business. Exactly. Yeah. So, if yeah. you know, like that weak neoliberal shit of you know, like the business is always right, we can't make it too hard for them. This is the cost of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just fucking awful. And ultimately what happened was these people were sold on an American dream. And when they got over here, they were stripped of it. I mean, that's, yeah. that's ultimately well, what too. happened. Right. I mean, they, they it cost like a few people their lives. 100%. I mean, they, they left everything to come here and you know, they thought to themselves, you know what, instead of doing the illegal thing, which is cross the border in an illegal manner i can actually go through a work visa come here make money for the people not only back at home but possibly for them to start a life and through work visas it has gotten more complicated but you can definitely always make your way to citizenship and they were completely stripped of it they were robbed of it and i mean the first few cases not only 2015 was this particular incident but like like juan you said i mean this has been going on for quite a long time the more you look into it yeah, I didn't know that, and I almost feel like ashamed, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, how have you not heard about this? Right, modern just, slavery in the South. 
well, modern slavery in general, because if you look at California, you can e easily say that the prison system is uh, modern day slavery. The what system? The prison system. Prison system. Okay. They, uh, yeah. In California, they yeah. they make and distribute blue jeans for like a dollar sixteen an hour. It's not like they yeah. have a choice, really. No, yeah. The, the, so they can buy their cigarettes. The, the and, private prison system mm -hmm. it has been compared to modern slavery. And now the fighting firefighters, I mean, forest fires in California yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And then they can't, or a lot of the time, I know in the past it was slavery, like this. Slavery they is wouldn't real. be able to take that firefighting experience and apply it to uh, like public life. They couldn't yeah. apply it to like a job. I think I saw something about that being changed a year ago, but I don't know if that went through. And imagine what kind of experience workers in Georgia can take with them from that. Nothing but pure trauma. Yeah. And what kind of justice is going to happen? Is there going to be any honestly? Justice? I bet most of those people are—they're just going to no. go back to their country, and they're going to see very little restitution of anything. Yeah, and um, actually, in my opinion, that kind of moves us on to the next topic, which is someone else who was essentially here following the American dream was Rogel Aguilera Moderos, a Cuban immigrant, was sentenced in Colorado to 110 consecutive years in prison for a 2019 crash that killed four people and injured a few others the sentence has parked protests by fellow truck drivers and an online petition demanding clemency has been signed by a million people in less than a week aguilera moderos was 23 at the time in the year 2019 was transporting lumber on denver's i-70 freeway when the brakes on his big truck failed in a downhill grade his truck slammed into traffic and was stopped due to another accident so there was already an accident that had taken place and it was his truck's brakes that ended up giving the way he ended up killing four people again this was a complete accident he was found guilty on 27 counts and was sentenced to a minimum of 110 years in jail that was wild yeah of uh and the law that first degree murder and first degree assault yeah. Uh, in an emotional address to the judge, he sobbed at his sentence and pleaded for forgiveness. I was working hard for a better future for my family. Please don't be angry with me for saying I was not robbing a bank or a store. I was not out shooting crowds or a school. I was in movement and lost it. There's nothing you can do. I am begging for forgiveness. I have never thought about hurting anybody in my entire life. When you see him doing this in court, it is I mean, it's just, dude. It, it's yeah, horrible. It, just reading about the comments, like it's like frustrating. Sends a knot up your throat. Yeah, because like this is a, it's not like a freak. It is a freak accident. One hundred percent. But it's completely like out of his control, and like reading comments of like from other truck drivers in the industry, like this is bullshit. That could have been it. That could have been me. Like that my could have been anybody. Yeah. 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 I, I was I was gonna say when you see what he was charged with with the death of like four people. Mm -hmm. Honestly, a single small car could cause the death of four people very easily. Yeah. So this could almost happen to anybody. And not I mean, to even mention without being a truck driver. Not to mention what stopped him was a previous accident. So there was already chaos on the road and yeah. his fucking brakes gave way. Like this was nothing that he can control. He was driving and it just lost its way. No, dude, it, it's terrible. I, as I was looking into the story, what the prosecutor was saying that the reasons that they charged him 
was because he didn't go into a, a truck offway ramp. And for those who don't know, what that is is it's not be like an emergency ramp for trucks who have lost control to yeah. go into. That's all gravel, and then he that also that the brakes um, failing were kind of his fault. This is what the prosecutor is saying. This is not what I'm saying. Uh, that they were his fault because he overheated them earlier in his ride, and he had talked to his boss like on the phone, like mentioned the conditions, and he still kept driving. But I, I mean, like that could have been anybody, you know. Like you could have yeah. checked in on your boss. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. I um, I'm inexperienced. I don't know about this particular truck. I don't. It's making funny noises. Is it okay to keep going? And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, so no. You know, like that could have been anybody. Yeah, I mean, we saw the text between the recent Amazon workers and their employers. Like the employer is always going to put the business first. Like they truly yeah, don't yeah. give a fuck about your the conditions that they're already putting up all those texts exist and they still have the faith to go to the media and be like oh no no, no. we what that wasn't us we didn't tell them to stay in the building yeah no it's literally saying like it's safer to be here than it is to fucking be at in home like well if you're gonna be listen i don't know about you guys but if i'm in danger i would rather be in danger with my loved ones than be in danger at my fucking workplace yeah yeah just ultimately like who who why are you looking i already don't want to be there why would i want (laughs) to die there (laughs) if i'm gonna turn into a ghost this is not the place i want to be right can i at least it sounds like hell yeah no 100 percent. it's it's fucking awful i mean like to reiterate to rohel's story mr rohel's story it's What's gonna happen? I mean, we get, we get he's gonna get notoriety, legal mm-hmm. offense. It's gonna be a media scarlet because the unjust is facing him. But he's still gonna go to jail. Probably get off like five to ten years for good behavior after a trucker union or a, a trucker advocacy group comes together and makes a good plea for it. But it's gonna Hopefully, be years. Man. Gonna, man, if they let Bill Cosby out, they gotta let this poor kid out. What the hell? I mean, hopefully, like, that's the least, least, I mean, least you could hope for, right? Yeah, but I mean, legal system we, we saw in the Kyle Rittenhouse thing that, like, no matter how much publicity a court case gets, it really is up to the judge to be like, I don't care, or I do care. Like, look look back at, like, the OJ trial. Like, ev- everybody in the world was like, all right, that motherfucker did it. And they were still like... <laughs> But is, but well, in this particular situation, the they have a large petition hoping to petition the governor of Colorado so that he can grant clemency or yeah. grant a shorter sentence, a review of the case. Just look at it again. I, I think so it's at least reviewed, yeah. this social media buzz, uh, the activism that's been going on with, especially yeah. I've seen it a lot of like Latino truckers, which is like pretty cool. He's a Cuban uh, driver as well. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of solidarity with truckers in general, right? Yeah. Not even just Latinos, but you know you've seen like the social media clips. Uh, it, it, it hopefully that buzz does something towards pushing the governor to make a, a good decision. You know? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean my brother's a I won't hold my driver, breath. So. I mean it's Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, they were one of the first ones to legalize pot, so. Yeah, yeah. they could just be like, nah, man. Maybe they have, like, 
decent views on other things as well. You would hope so. You would either hope live long enough to uh, die a villain or go off fucking Phoenix. Fucking Phoenix. Well, you actually, live long enough to see yourself uh, become the villain or you die you a hero. You die hero, you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. That's the quote, you fucking... Wait, that's Spider-Man? <laughs> that's in Batman. You want to retouch on the wine? Uh, oh, a little quick segment? You know what? I think... I well, know. I'm going to touch on mine. Mine evolved into more of a Chardonnay. No, I'm not loving it. I'm not a buttery whatever kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, that tastes all right. Uh, I see the mine. Mine's more fun. I yeah. I killed mine. Yes, we rosé. You know, like I wouldn't mind having this out and about. Like if somebody saw me having this, I'd be like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Yes, we rosé. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Like, but I mean, is it hot? It's hot. Fourteen hand winery. <laughs> Every time I think of hands, I think about. Uh, Mr. Hands and horses. You know what I mean? Oh, Mr. Hands still? Yeah, I still think about that all the time. Rest in peace. Did you guys enjoy but, uh, yeah, your no, wine? Columbia Valley. Did you actually enjoy it? Adventure. I actually do enjoy mine. Juan did not enjoy his. I enjoyed it when it was colder. Yeah. But then as it warmed up and turned into like this buttery Chardonnay kind of feel. Not in like the silky smooth kind of way. Yeah. More in that like fromage, oaky sort of thing. How do we feel about and while I love some funky cheeses, I'm just not a fan of that in my wine. Pour me some more time. How do we feel about canned wine? Whatever, no mijo. Do we trust it that it's canned? Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of that cat urine. Yeah. So this is, if I'm correct, pronounced Underwood, right? That's right. That's well, it smells like under best. the cheese. Yeah, it smells I agree. Like bad. It smells like from under. From, from under, my, yeah. From under my balls. <laughs> right, I see we'll, what you mean. We'll kill, we'll kill see, it like, Mine tastes wonderful. I would share with friends. I would go on an adventure. Nice full moon. I tried his. It's okay. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. This tastes like a boot. Tastes like a boot. Doesn't taste good. It tastes like the boot. Like a sun-dried boot, might I add. Might do that. It tastes like a a watermelon had gone spoiled, and I accidentally bit into it. It's nasty. A little bit of alcoholic. My my sister is starting to ferment in there. I fertilize. Really I like that yeah. better. No, I like that better. I really We're fertilizing, like Come on. Now. We're always fertilizing. Is there the amount of percentage? Anyways, I will be after Mr. Luis, could you um bring us back into onto the track here? Let's let's talk about Christmas. Christmas. Did I ever tell you guys my theory on uh if we landed on the moon or not? No, go on. I I tr- I truly don't think that we ever landed on the moon. Ever? Are, are you just fucking around? No. It, I think that we never landed on the moon. Because there are certain aspects that don't make sense to me. Like, for example. 
You gotta want to sit this one out. <laughs> I th- I think that we no. didn't land on the moon because if we had, we would have filmed porn up there already. Like every time that we've had technological advancements, we have gotten porn on it immediately. I'm pretty sure the first couple of uh, missions were like old dudes. But that's the thing. It's I- like. It doesn't make any sense. Like when we first got radio, they were like, all right, we got radio, but can people fuck on it? And then they started doing like sex radio, right? And then when we first got TV, they're like, TV is great, but can people watch porn on it? And then we got porn on TV. And then when we first got cell phones, like did could we get porn on it? And then people started sex talking. And then we got internet on our phones and then people were able to download porn immediately and then every technical every technological advancement we immediately the first thing we did was like can we put porn on it we got virtual reality and guess what we got virtual reality porn we got facebook creating the metaverse guess what i guarantee you within a week we're gonna get porn in the metaverse I don't see why Pornhub couldn't create an NFT or partner up with some altcoin and then put their shit in there. I figured if we would have actually landed on the moon within a week, they would have been like, all right, let's send Johnny Sins and Alexis Texas up there and film the greatest video that anyone has ever seen and then the premise would be like she's out there she's exploring moon rocks and And she'd be like oh no there's a hole in my suit somebody help and then behind her it'd be johnny sent Oh, like, help I, me, step astronaut. Help me, step astronaut. And he'd be like, oh, the only thing that I can plug your suit up is my giant cock. Like, oh, no. <laughs> and then he'd take his massive horse cock and he'd stuff her suit. And then we would have been like. One, one small thrust for me, one big leap for mankind. Exactly. So I truly don't think that we ever landed on the moon. You know, honestly, I was ready, I was ready to fight you to the bone of this, but you sold me. I because you're so right though. Think everything about sex. Everything we do as a human population is about reproduction. Look what look what happened to Spider Man. The 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 new Spider Man, Aunt May, Marisa Tomei. Didn't make her hot. You didn't see the previous. Once you didn't see Homecoming or they were any of old, no, old I'm a ladies. The MCU. You, you might as well just watch it for uh, Marissa Tomain. Oh, you're such a I don't know who that is. Such an contrarian. I don't have an I icon. just don't know who that is. If they seem uninteresting. Why do you know you hate it if you never seen them? Exactly. Because I've seen enough of them that I know that like the good guy wins at the end. Oh, that's so fun. They, they okay, don't boomer. always do. Yeah, you fucking boomer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you're no, but I mean, for, but for real though, I'm surprised there isn't any like even Polaroids of like astronauts with like their penises out or like astronauts flashing each other. Show us your you know what? Oh, because it'll rip your skin, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Are you even having sex in 5D? 
<laughs> I've seen videos of that. Now remind me again, guys. Is what does this have to do with Christmas? Uh, Last Christmas, it has to do with Christmas. I gave you my heart, and the very next day, you gave it away. You know, I found exactly. out that the guy that made that song, George Michaels, um, yeah. was actually a um, a gentleman that came out as bi and then came out as uh, um, the other thing. What's the other thing? Yeah, I don't know. What uh, homosexual. What, straight? <laughs> uh, he, yeah, I was reading a report on him today, and he was talking. <laughs> All right, just... <laughs> Coast right over that. I mean, like, I mean, Last Christmas is a, it's a baller song. Oh, I love that, that song. That song goes hard. That's One not... quick thing. I mean, not to uh, take the art from the artist. Please go ahead. But I'm pretty sure George Michael got arrested in the 2000s. Yeah, in 2008. For, like, yeah, trying to get some, like, some pay for play in the bathroom. Yeah, he was. He got caught. Which is. I call that a fun Saturday night. Yeah. He, he, uh, Come on. Try to cold, cold cat, cat call a police officer. Good for him. Playing footsie with him in the stall. Hey, hey, why are you in the yeah. stall then? Careless whisper, man. Why is he wearing Italian leather to a club like that? Exactly. He's sending the wrong signal. That's on him. Yeah, one hundred percent. George Michael's a hero. George Michael's a dog. Shout out George Michael's. Shout out George Michael's. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas Go and ahead. music, Almost oh, I'm so happy to bust up my Michael Bublé. Dude, I love Michael Bublé. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not a big Bublé fan. I'm a big jazz you and blues MC fan. You love Michael Bublé. <laughs> You're booming out. Yeah, this is a boomer if uh, I've ever seen one. Operation Booming. You guys a big fan of uh? This is this is our Christmas segment now. Who doesn't love Christmas? I love Christmas as much as I love wine. Do you guys like Christmas in general? Okay. I love the music, the festivity, the meaning, but I hate the commercialization of it. And it's a, it's a woe I've had for so many years. But why shouldn't I get a new iPhone every Christmas? Exactly. Why? Apple phone care plan. Apple phone plan. Yeah, I mean, dude, I get a free year of Apple TV so I can watch Ted Lasso. That sounds like a bargain to me. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Mm -hmm. it is Jason Bateman and anything. Oh, dude. Dude, I've heard Ted Lasso. Jason good. Sudeikis, oh, yeah. but yes. <laughs> he goes, Jason. We're not sponsored by Apple. We are not sponsored yet by Apple TV, but eventually, when we sign a contract that will put us exclusively on Apple TV, we have nothing but nice things to say. I thought we were more of a peacock kind of crowd. Eventually, I, I do Whoever have peacock. <laughs> I watch all the Premier League games on it. So, hey, what about you, Papa? I love uh, Christmas. Give me a good, uh, Christmas story. Well, What's your most memorable memorable gift oh, as a child? Yeah, let's go around this. Let's go around the room. Um, I I got a Nintendo sixty four for Christmas one year, and I probably had that for like five years too too many. Like the PlayStation two was out on its like third iteration, and I still had a Nintendo sixty four. Like you know that really thin PlayStation two, like that's yeah. the one I got. Week one. Yeah, like that's the one I got. Like. The PlayStation 2 was already alive and dead by the time I got one. 
Um, so, but a Nintendo 64, man, I I loved it. I got Smash Brothers because my parents knew I liked Mario, and they saw Mario on the cover, and we're like, that's the one. <laughs> that's, that one. Yeah, that's the one he likes. That wasn't a bad choice, though. I mean, it ultimately, I still, I mean, I play Smash Brothers to this day. So yeah, that's a classic choice. It's a great game, and you know, even thinking back, I never unlocked all the characters. Like I never, I don't know how. Like I just never did. There's different characters in Mario, in Smash Brothers. No, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, so you get. I think it's. Tw- there's only like twelve characters in that one, right? Yeah, but then there's an extra four. There's, no there's Luigi, and then there's another three. That for Donkey some. Donkey Kong. No, th- well, Donkey Kong, Yoshi, Captain Falcon, Jigglypuff, Mario. Yoshi, like they're all in it, but then there's an extra four. One of them is Ness, and then there's Luigi. And- I know Link is in there. I don't know if he's in that. Link Roy? is in it. He's not an unlockable character. I can't for some reason I can't. I'm spacing out, but it's Fox, one of those, uh, Samus. Yeah, that's there. not Link around that. Point one is, those- yeah, it, so, so cool. yeah. No, I, I mean that was a. I think that's ultimately what made me such a nerd to this day because I was able to just play it so young and. That ultimately what ended up cultivating me as an adult is I still play video games and I'm 27 years old. I just read something that I wonder if you guys are interested in. Gotta keep the tradition going there. I was now requiring vaccine proof in order to go to restaurants. Breaking news. Breaking news. From our reporter, Adriana, breaking out of Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Chicago to require vaccine proof for indoor spaces like restaurants, bars, and gyms. This is literally breaking news. This is updated as of an hour ago. Uh, Chicago will soon require proof of vaccination for indoor public spaces like restaurants, bars, and gyms. In the new year, so starting in 2022, the city's mayor announced Tuesday joining the other big cities like New York and Los Angeles and adding the requirement as a COVID. Shut the fucking dog up. Shut shut her up. Yeah, so. No, no, no. Oh, Jesus. Anyone age five and older would be required to show proof of full vaccination to dine inside or visit gyms or entertainment venues. Oh, dude, I feel like that's too young. I feel like five and older is way too young. All right, buddy, you were saying about five and older? Five and older. Doesn't that just feel like too young? Like I understand for the that, vaccine. Yeah, they're required to show vaccination cards five and. I mean, I can understand if it's like twelve because they're already starting to like. I I mean, mature. You get, yeah, mature. you get your kids vaccinated early, but like, I know they can carry as a as you know when they're that young, but that just seems like why are you forcing, the kiddos to get vaccinated that young. And it's accurate even on the Chicago I feel like there's other website. So it's pressing issues in Chicago Jesus. that needs to be addressed as like the crime. Chirac, I've heard Chicago post oh, the, I the mean, Middle East, the Midwest. In in two thousand three they had more deaths in Chicago than they did in Iraq at the heat of the war. <laughs> and their biggest issue right now is making sure that uh, people are vaccinated to go eat at uh Tim Hortons or uh, what's Chicago restaurant? 
Geno's. Giordano's, or what's that place called? Giano's East, or... Portillo's, that's what it is. Portillo's. Portillo's, that's the one I was... Yeah. It just seems very, very young. I don't know about you guys. Boston. Oh, and Boston's hey, is this another one. Omicron, <laughs> Omicron, but yes. I, I, is it that deadly? I heard it was, it was a mild case of the flu. Yeah, isn't COVID just the flu? Why are we all worried about it? Mm-hmm. It's these Democrats. It's tr- they just got Trump out of office. Didn't they have enough already? Do they really have to take They're all just this? Trying to keep me away from my, my dining restaurant. I just want a Chicago-style dog already. Okay, I want a sesame bun. I want pickles. I want mustard. I want a pepper on there. Extra ketchup. Extra ketchup. Do we like ketchup on hot dogs? If it's Chicago say, style, Chicago, so if it's Chicago style, you probably don't need it. I, I'm more There's already a lot of things going on in that you don't need it with Chicago. Style. Right. I don't think. I'm more of a barbecue guy myself with a hot dog. He's a weirdo. I love my sausage. I'm the weirdo. Yeah, you are. You put. Barbecue on your hot dogs? Guys, can we just choose to scrap the Christmas topic? Because <laughs> we have not stuck with it at all. Christmas. Christmas topic, Fuck that, bro. Okay. Let's just go free flow second half. Nah. No, 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 no. I like Let's the go back to idea. Christmas. This is the Christmas episode. I believed in Santa way too great. long. There's not a lot of juice in that lemon. Let me what do you mean? Great, great, Did you great. believe in Santa at all? Mm-hmm. I think so, maybe. How can you not know if you believed in Santa? Did you believe in Santa at all? I don't remember my state of mind at the age of five. You're five, a dude! You're, I believed in Santa till I was twelve. Shut the fuck up! I'm not swear, that. swear. My parents did a good job. You're just saying that. I'm not just saying that. Like I, I remember being like eleven, and I got a gift that said Santa on it, and my uncles were like. You didn't get that from Santa, and I was like, "Yes, I did." Yes, bro. My parents were too I Christian for that shit. Did. They were like, "From Jesus Christ." And you're like, "Damn, Jesus, Jesus, fucking from baby Jesus." <laughs> Jesus, Jesus didn't come clutch this year. I don't know if I like that guy. Oh, that's awful. Or hilarious, either way. Um, no, man, I mean, my parents were, like, super, like, yeah, fuck it, whatever makes you happy. If you want to believe in Santa, that's up to you. And, like, I remember I was, like, in third or fourth grade. That doesn't sound like a strong sell, might I add. I mean, I was writing letters to Santa when I was done. I can see where Luis is coming from. Oh, fuck yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I wrote letters when I was young, but... I mean, like, you know what bitch. I wanted when I was 10 years old? What? I wanted to complete WWF ring set and oh, I was right in the sack I was like please please give me man those ring sets were dope weren't they bro I want to I wanted a Beyblade and a real life Bulbasaur what you want Bulbasaur <laughs> hey when, when Santa Claus was real boundaries ain't real oh that's true that's true like honestly I thought Santa Claus was like looked down on poor people because I never got my presents I was like, is it because I don't have a trailer? <laughs> is it because my parents can't afford a fireplace? Is it because I don't have a chimney? That I don't get these presents? 
That I write the letters. So funny. That I'm a decent boy. So funny. I'm decent. At I'm least a you. Decent boy. Yeah, you were decent. And oh, that is. You could have so been better. Funny. Could have focused on my curse. What was your favorite gift, though? Santa Claus uh, looking down on poor no, people. Honestly, uh, we grew up with a big family. I got five siblings, five different versions of me running around, right? And uh, most of the uh, Christmas gifts were like from churches. And pantries and shit like that, right? Yeah. Toy drives sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I started believing it. Oh, I knew Santa was real at like 12. When like the churches were like my only presence. I was like, oh, Santa is never going to come around. <laughs> it's just the, the good charity of people going to get my Christmas spirit. Right? And uh, I tried to, uh, I was like in seventh grade. Yeah. Trying to you were the kind of boy Charles Dickens would write Christmas stories about. Something like that, yeah. honestly. I have the most heartwarming Christmas story to me ever. I was in the seventh grade, right? And I knew Santa was kaput. Gone. Yeah. No more no no more big fat white man coming down the chimney or knocking at my door. Yeah. Letting let let himself in. You didn't leave out enough carrots and, and Christmas cookies. I had cookies and milk out. Never came through. Did, did you ever leave a vegan option for him? Did you maybe think about that? Oh, this was like two thousand eight. He wasn't even a thing back then, dog. We were running full cylinder. But no, I wanted to keep the Christmas spirit alive. Yeah. So my siblings, who at that point must have been like, Lauren must have been like nine or eight. Yeah. Babies, right? Uh, I wrapped the presents late at night. They were sleeping upstairs, and I was downstairs watching the the newly released Jeff Dunham. Christmas special with the Muppets? Christmas yeah. classic. Christmas classic. <laughs> right? Do you guys remember Jeff Dunham in that age? What dude, a goddamn dude. Kill he was like it. Rogan, Bill Bird, Louis C.K. combined dude, in he that was time. Selling out arenas. Oh, I haven't heard that name forever. He still does well. Yeah, he still does well. He, he goes to like churches and stuff. Dude, yeah. that's what's crazy dude. about these like these um, white comics. Is that they would literally like go to a city, like let's say, let's use, I don't know, name a Republican city. I don't know. Phoenix. All right, they go. They'll go to Phoenix, Arizona, and sell out the stadium like seven shows back to back to back, kill it, and then on their way to another conservative city, let's use like Houston, Texas, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. Uh, is on their way there, a lot of Navy people. People like uh, uh, Jesus Christ and these like uh, Christian comics. They will they will rent out these mega churches and just hit them one by one by one by one, like back to back to back to back to back, on their way to the next one, and just like print money. It's fucking crazy. Do you guys have anybody in your social circle that reads Joe Austin? Do you guys know who that is? Yeah, dude, the the, savior, the Dallas the savior? church pastor. Yeah. Who believes in like I don't know the name of that theology theory, but it's essentially uh Jesus is looking out for the rich and be a selfish asshole and never Well no. Um, not if it's at his not if it's yeah. at his cost. Like pay Joel first and then you're saved. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Every time I see these like giant mega church guys, I'm like, 
Dude, I found my dad reading that and I told him, I was like, Dad, that looks literally the opposite of what was, the shit you read about Latin American politics. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned your dad. That ties up my Christmas story. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, like, literally, like, the Jeff Dunham, I'm presents for my sibling all night, watching, laughing, great time. The morning comes. It was 2007. Yeah. We had the worst blizzard around that time, right? That 2007, 2008 winter time. And uh, it's just awful high snow conditions. And my father, since you brought up your father, uh, got me a shovel. For Christmas? Yeah, that's. Got me a shovel. Got me a shovel. And I was like, I knew it was from him because everything else was from the church, right? And from, from family wise, it was a shovel. From the church, it was a Michael Jackson TV. Uh, yeah, that was pretty dope. I loved it. <laughs> right. But for my for my uh, my old man, it was a shovel. He's like, well, I had to buy one anyway, so I'll just. What did he tell you? What did you ask? He was he was like, this is back when we lived in uh, Delavan, so I had a huge driveway. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, Darien, old country, uh-huh. old eighty nine road. Okay. Remember that? I used to walk to your house. The trailer was over there. Okay. Huge driveway. Yeah, they are long driveways. He's got five kids. One of them's got to clean up. Make them work. One of them's got to do it. He's the oldest one. (laughs) Speaking of trailers Uh, and driveways, I when I was a kid, my brother and I, I must have been like ten or younger. We would we would walk around the trailer parks, of like driveways that weren't shoveled yet during a storm. Not like the storm, but let's say it'd be snowing heavy. And, you know, people usually shovel right away. So it'd be like an hour. And like a couple of other, other kids in the neighborhood would do it. You'd try to make some money. Yeah, you would try to make some money. And then you'd go and yeah. you'd like knock on the door and it'd be like an older person. I'm like, I, you know, like uh, I, I can shovel your driveway for 10 bucks. And they're like, well, how about seven? And you're like, no. And you just walk away. Like, oh, okay, 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 10 bucks is fine. <laughs> that's, funny, that's what I thought, you old bitch. And then, you know, we'd get competitive with each other because there'd be, like, other kids doing it. We'd be, like, running to the houses with a fucking shovel. And we'd be like, hey, we should wash over your driveway. And you're like, oh, last time the kid said he'd do it for five. And we're like, I'm like, well, I'm go not, get him. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Call <laughs> say, Sounds good. Let me know if you need anything. I'm going to walk my way home. Get his services. Yeah, me and my brother would do it. Yeah, I must have been really young. I must have been like 10. Like, I was really, really young. Like, and dude, All right, I- we're throwing back trailer stories on. Yeah. I just got to throw this in there. My trailer park had a little pond. I'm going to say probably like 100 feet yeah. wide you know, in a circle form. Yeah. And it was probably like 30 feet deep. Come on, probably, maybe less. Probably less. Probably less. Okay. So it was a little deep. Minimum 15. I don't like where this is going. Point is, it would freeze over and the kids would play on top of it. And I went there. I was playing on top of everybody. And as my dad was driving by, my leg went through. And I went to, like, basically one of my legs went all the way into the water while the rest of my body was still out. And that was the only moment that my my dad drove by, and he yelled at me in front of all of my friends that he was gonna beat my ass when I got home. Oh. You were in the hurdles. 
Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. And then I like cracked into the water again as I was like panicking out of the ice. Oh, that's fucking um, awful. Dude, you, you could have died. That's only something seriously bad could have happened to you. I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah, you you're right. better off. There was like eight kids on the water, though, so I just trusted it. Too much. Yeah, like, it's either die or get out of the pond and get your ass beat by your dad. Yeah. A lot of bad things. Those are your two options. I would have taken death. I'm like, ah, it's not worth the ass beating. I know what an ass beating is like. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know what's on the other side of this. Take my chance with that. <laughs> yeah. My chance with hypothermia. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, man. the trailer park story I have. <laughs> oh, I got COVID. There's this trailer park out in Clemson, right? Called the the Shady Hills. They renamed it now. It's something else, but it used yeah, to it's not Shady the, Hills anymore. Uh, it used to be called the Shady Hills, and they- and like just bad kids. Yeah. Um, they pretty much started a rumor. That me and my best friend were gay. This, this is me in high school. This is a fourteen-year-old Phil, right? Yeah. Being bullied by like nine, eight-year-old the Shady Hill bunnies, you know. Yeah. It, it, if you live in trailer park, you're you're a bunny, you know, back yeah. in the old days. And uh, they started a rumor that I, me and uh, Colton uh, Ramsier, a late year friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, that late at night, you go outside my trailer. Start a fire, dance around it, butt naked, and chant like in like tribal like. That's an. That's a very complex it, rumor. Legit, and that rumor got wild. That in the bus, people were like, ooh, ah, 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 ooh, ah, ah. "Can you blame the public for believing it? Look at this motherfucker." I that's... mean, in all honesty, I was fourteen, and my best friend Colton was like four years older than me. Wherever he went, I went. They're like, it's believable. That's believable? Someone could tell me that about a crazy person I know now, and I'd be like, yeah, I still don't know about that. It That is so – like a rumor is supposed to be something that like takes life of its own. Like, hey, that kid's really into drugs, and then that progresses as a rumor. Or like, hey, that kid's a weirdo, and you're like, yeah, I heard he like eats his own cum or something like that. Not like goes outside and lights off. Like that's way too complex for a rumor. And we're like, like stick on glue. Where we're, you know, so like unbelievable. Like if he's there, I'm naturally doing it. But then like, that if means he's that doing it, I'm following his actions. Peanut butter on jelly. But that means that one of you have to have a history of lighting fires and dancing around them for the other one to join. Like again, I, I'm still having a hard time believing that this was. <laughs> <laughs> this was a big rumor. I can see it. Yeah, can you? I mean, it feels pretty wild, but at the time... I'm not that wild. Bro, I, yo, I'm surprised he hasn't just aged and different tribal tattoos haven't appeared throughout his life. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like like a, like the rings on a tree. Yeah. yeah. Different tribal tattoos. Yeah, exactly. Literally like in the Moana universe, how Dwayne The Rock Johnson gave uh, tattoos just from different phases of his life. Look at Michael uh, Magic Johnson. He has different phases of his life. Wasn't yeah. he supposed to be dying? Dead or something? For real. How is that guy alive? Bro. What the fuck? Because he's built Dude, different. Fuck Joe Rogan. Fuck every health authority in the world. <laughs> what is that what guy the taking? What <laughs> the fuck is Magic Johnson doing? 
Get me that diet. Get me that fad, whatever he's following. Literally anything that that man says has to be taken as, like, Bible, right? Yeah. Like, like no matter what at he, this point. Dude, he survived. Dude, I remember when I was growing up, I used to hear about diabetics drinking pee. Yeah. This is, like, Mexican folklore, right? To, like, lower their blood pressure. Right. If fucking Magic Johnson told me I had to drink pee every day. Oh, like my for the rest goodness. of the year, for the rest of my life, to live as well until like 110, like he's going to. Yeah, I think I might. That's yeah, so what we're doing. Yeah, for the audience doesn't know, and partially me, he got diagnosed with HIV or HPV. AIDS HIV. and HIV. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, yeah, HIV too. that became AIDS. We can get sued for this information. Well, this could be Except the Johnson and Slander. Johnson Corporation. Yeah, for legal purposes, this is all comedy. For legal purposes, we are not scientists, and this is strictly all parody. For legal purposes, Magic Johnson potentially had AIDS. <laughs> I think he does, <laughs> to be fair with you. I think he actually does. Like Kanye said, Magic Johnson had the cure for AIDS. Yeah, I think he, I think he might actually have AIDS. But, I mean, it's a, it's a good point, though, like, you know, follow I'm whatever he's doing. I'm surprised I ha- I'm not following him on all his socials already. Now that I'm listening to this conversation, I mean, come on, it's it's got to make sense, right? Like, no matter what, if he was like truly, I mean, anything, you'd have to be like, yeah, that's that's what's gonna like make me live to 100. Anything, anything, because he got the worst disease, like the one that people don't come back from. The one where people are he like, he got it. In, in an era where it was looked down upon, it had a huge social stigma. Oh, for sure. Where there was very little R&D money uh, dedicated into the treatments of, of it. Yeah. I, he got in a time where Fauci was, like, yeah. seen as a, like, almost holding uh, progress on that issue back. Oh, for sure. Regulating but- alternative medicines and treatments to it. It is I mean, he was working for Reagan. Yeah, right. If I'm getting those two timelines. He's, he's been in... Oh, shit. That was way louder than I expected. I'm sorry. That was... Yeah, yeah, shut up. We're going to get taken down. That was way louder than I expected. All right. It's time for uh, some closing statements. And uh, how about we talk about... What we got going on for Christmas? Not a whole lot. You buy you found one? Yes. Oh, Yo, I had a couple of good friends. I have a, a what? Get, a, get the big big network. Shout out to uh, KC Ball. Shout out. You Shout actually out. found a PS5. So I'm gonna enjoy that. I got another controller. I'm gonna play with my siblings and enjoy the holiday season. Wow, well good for you, man. That's awesome. Maybe invite Juan over, get the Grinch and Real. Nah, don't do that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe get his Christmas spirit up. A cameo. I love Christmas. That's a lie. You just said you didn't. Christmas dinners. Are you gonna do anything big for that? Uh I will be making a ham actually. That's awesome. Your ham was really good last yeah, no, I'm I I like to cook, so I'll probably post that on the socials 
of my uh, ham recipe, seeing how we make it. And I mean, obviously it was a hit during Thanksgiving, so I'll make it. All right, Luis, is that your closing statement? Do you want to go into your closing statement? No, I'll go into my closing statement. Um, You know, Christmas is coming around. We have no idea what's going to happen next year, just like we didn't know what the last two years were going to be like. I think just learn to forgive and, and just love, you know, like we don't really get to pick our family. So just enjoy it, man. Like whatever the future holds, just be like, you know what? We're here today and let's let's enjoy it all together because we don't know what the future holds. So let's just let's just love each other and, and let the bygones be bygones. Make time to snow the roads. Exactly. All right. For my closing statement, I want to touch back on some of the food-based stuff we're talking about with Christmas. Yeah. I think for Christmas this year, I'm going to make a panada with some chimichurri. Ooh, that sounds really good. It, it should be pretty simple. It's just dough that I make and stuff with various proteins or something like that. Yeah. Um, And in addition to that, though, a little piece of media slash like nerd like, core shit to check out. Um, I recently bumped into the Uruguayan president, uh, Jose Mujica, again, on the internet. Uh, him being famously like the poorest president of the 21st century, a dude who drives a, a Volkswagen Beetle that he's had for 30 years. He lives yeah. in a shack. And all of this, you know, to show a little bit of humility, to show a little bit about, like, uh, how we should care about each other's humanity and be a little bit more like human centered in our thoughts and our day to day activities. And it was just like, I don't know, dude, it was just Heartwarming. something that I ran into and it kind of like warmed my nihilistic heart, you know, it just made it grow just a little bit more. And just seeing like how that guy had a track record of uh, legalizing uh, marijuana uh, way before the U.S. He legalized uh, gay marriage way before the U.S. And how he was actually a guy who came up from a uh, leftist uh, militia borderline uh, terrorist uh, tradition where he would rob banks, mortgage lenders and shit like that and give it back to uh, the people. And, you know, just reading about those stories, it brings you back that, hey, get creative, baby. Do you, do you got, like, a side sponsor we don't know about? Are you being paid to say that? Are you being paid Raytheon. by the Uruguayan government? Promoting yeah. the, the, the presidency? I mean, if we're going around the truth. Yeah, Phil, bring us home. Bring us home, Phil. You just gave yours. I just did that. What about me? Well, you said right, you got no. a PlayStation 5. Yeah, you said oh. you got a PlayStation. <laughs> I forgot about that. that you forgot I about got that a too. new PS4, folks. Look at that. All right. All right. I got to take off. On All right, right. gentlemen. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will see you all next week. Next week.